Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this package is titled the Forbes India Leadership Awards, which is in its ninth year now. It celebrates business leaders across different verticals for having successfully steered their firms across many decades. Joining me to talk about it all is Salil Panchal, who's anchored this issue. Hi, Salil. Uh, hi, Abhishek. Salil, for those who are probably tuning in for the first time, uh, what is usually the criteria for entrepreneurs and businessmen, businesswomen to be up here on the list? Who is the jury and what is the selection process in general? As you realize that, you know, it's a, it's a flagship project where we celebrate not just entrepreneurship, but also leadership. Uh, and it's critical when we look at the winners and the people who we have selected uh, through the jury. These are people who have either turned around companies or taken them from, you know, really uh, level A to a level B, a completely different level. It just could be corporate strategy. It could be governance. It could be issues like, um, you know, changing the business model, uh, you know, which really bring out all the elements of what makes you a good leader and to then have orchestrated that over a period of two, three, five, 10, 20 years, that kind of thing, you know. So these, the people we are talking about and the people who the jury has selected are really, um, you know, icons, icons in India's corporate world. Right. And we just concluded the rich list uh, package and uh, we recorded one podcast with Summer where we spoke about if at all the slowdown in Indian economy has affected the rich list. It hadn't uh, as such. How did it affect the selection this time around? Was it more challenging? It's a very good question and a very interesting question because this issue was was discussed not just uh, within the jury, but also amongst ourselves when we were trying to understand, you know, which companies have really fared well. There's an element which has gone into trying to pick the winners where we have also tried to look at, you know, really have these leaders been able to turn around the fortunes of a company in a in a down cycle, you know. Uh, what are those little things that they've done in a very tough environment? It's not just simple things like cost cutting or changing some dynamics in, in your model, but but actually taking strategic decisions. You know, India is in the midst of a slowdown. So so this is and this is something which is going to be prolonged over the next, you know, two quarters, three quarters. So you're going to when we look at our next Forbes India Leadership Awards, this this criterion will be even more uh you know more dynamic and more critical to to kind of select the right winners you know it's something which will play an absolutely critical role in terms of trying to understand that hang on you know you're looking at companies which have not performed well you know due to business cycles and how have these leaders managed to turn them around you know yes and incidentally one industry or one sector that has been hit the most is the fmcg sector the fast moving consumer goods and you have a yes. story on Marico's uh, Shogada Gupta. I think uh, Nielsen about six months ago revised its growth forecast and cut the growth forecast by two percentage points. Rural demand is low, lowest in seven years. You know, why is Marico up there? You know, FMCG companies actually will reflect the on the ground reality. This is something that we saw with Marico consistently over a decade long period. You know, now. Sogato has been has been leading Marico ever since 2007. Uh, first in the capacity of a, of a CEO and then uh, MD and MD and CEO. Now one of the few companies which have actually successfully transformed from you know a family run business, which Mariwala had joined earlier in the in the 80s uh, and 90s, to actually an institutionalized FMCG company. Uh, so they've gone beyond you know Marico being always 
considered a two trick pony you know which was which was its its strongest brands parachute and safola and and today it's a company uh, which has moved into all kinds of of different products you know so safola has has gone into extensions which is your masala oats you have superfoods a whole range of of highly nutritious health foods which uh, marico has launched obviously while while mr harsh mariwala would get credit for for putting in the building steps but sogato takes will will have the credit for you know for putting together the other elements so i'm talking about things like corporate governance i'm talking about digital transformation i'm talking about trying to identify new leaders the company is number one or number two in at least 95% of the product segments it operates in barring dios and skincare it's also one of the few companies in india which over a 10 year period has shown double digit growth in in uh, uh, in both revenues and uh, roce and uh, that that's why it's also of course a, a market favorite in some ways yes and and you mentioned very briefly about succession planning which mr mariwala seems to have seamlessly passed on the baton to mr gupta that is something that is going to be absolutely critical you know when you when you look ahead this element has also come through in a company like parley agro uh, with the chauhan uh, again a family run business but now uh, with nadia uh, coming across as a very young leader uh willing to take risk uh starting to look at again innovating you know dramatically beyond its its flagship fruity brand and repositioning it and uh, what the second or the third generations bring is 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 not just young blood but uh, but also a different kind of dyna- dynamism which is which was not just seen in marico but also in parley agro because these are consumer facing companies you know now parley agro typically started off with yes with fruity which was its main brand and then moved into uh, things like you know appy fizz what nadia very clearly has uh, spoken about it uh, publicly that that they want to become a, a 10000 crore uh, company by 2022 and uh, and then she's very much uh, been leading the entire uh, workforce you know uh, trying to galvanize you know the energy the focus they've you know managed to um, you know not just enhance existing plants but they've also set up new manufacturing plants so these are things which um, you know which have already paid fruit for parley agro so today it has you know when i look at uh, fruity uh, they were 20% 27% market share of course maza is a leader but uh, but but they 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 are catching up fast you know so so this is again you know it's something which indicates which which kind of actually very clearly uh, signifies what you know what the gen next leaders are doing you know so so nadia nadia chauhan is a, is a winner uh, in the gen next category and we felt that uh, the young leaders here are willing to take risks they understand what needs to be done and and yet they're not backing away from you know what could be the core strength of the company or or the value systems that uh, each uh, corporate brings another such company that comes to mind is uh, xiaomi in the smartphone uh, not just in the smartphone category they are in a bunch of other uh, sectors very very unique story uh, abhishek you know uh, until a few years ago we in india always you know you as as far as android go you know you'd look at samsung and and then you have the iphones and there was really no other competition you know nokia had already been uh, pushed away pushed aside xiaomi started off very much in the same way as several other smartphone manufacturers of trying to expand in the same routes or the same way as samsung did and that didn't work for them you know but uh, what what mr manukumar jain managed to do was change the strategy what he did was that there was there was absolutely no promotions no hoardings and no marketing kind of gimmicks you know for for the distributors all he promised to them was he said 
okay, you know, you're going to be able to sell exclusive Xiaomi products exclusively and uh, and offer a whole range of uh, products. And that kind of worked over a period of time. You know, today, today Xiaomi has a 27.1% market share. They were nowhere in, in 2014. Yes, it's left, you know, Samsung far behind, which is which has just now around nearly a 19% share. Uh, and now also very clearly, one of the few companies which has managed to uh, balance both, you know, your your online uh, sales and open new stores. They're selling routers, they're selling air purifiers, shoes, backpacks, T-shirts. It's already managing to, uh, you know, show fruit. Today, India is the second largest market for Xiaomi after China. And it doesn't look like slowing down at all, you know. You know, it's the issue is not about making mistakes. You know, uh, you make mistakes, but you learn from them. And that's something which, uh, you know, one of the other startups that we have featured, uh, Nepra, uh, the waste management uh, company, uh, which Sandeep uh, Patel has spoken about. You know, it's a small firm, but growing incredibly fast in the wage ma- waste management space, uh, over 100% over the last year growth. It's not a glamorous business. But it's something that India absolutely needs, you know, and and it's a company which which faced a lot of hardship until a few years ago. One of its plants had 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 seen a you know major fire just when it had got funding, and he's managed to pull it around. You know, that's that's the best part about it. He's spoken about this this issue that you know, yes, you can make mistakes, but as long as you don't commit them again, that's the most important thing, you know. And that's something which all the leaders that we have seen uh, and which we have featured in this special issue. Uh, Definitely, they have they've not been making those mistakes again. You know, today's young leaders or today's young young to be entrepreneurs definitely need to uh, watch out for. You know, I think that gives a good glimpse into what to expect in this uh, cover story package. Thank you very much, Salil, for your time on this one. Thank you, Abhishek. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. a lot. And all your listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to five one eight one eight.